Yo, yo, what's going on, Train Hard Live Strong family? You know who I am. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. And I hope you all are loving, 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 loving all the guest speakers that we are bringing onto the show and everything that we're putting out for you all to listen and grab value from. Grab value from, listen, absorb, and implement. All these amazing guest speakers come on the show to share with you all the insight mindset that, that they have that keeps it so they can drive through some lifestyle obstacles that they had to overcome, mindset roadblocks they had to overcome to accomplish something that they truly desired from in from the, the soul out and, and just how much you can accomplish something if you truly want it. Today on the show, we have an amazing guest speaker, y'all, the GOAT, all right, a combat veteran, IFBB pro, all right, this dude is seriously lethal. His mentality is insane. The way that he views his physique is incredible. The The way that he views himself and how he wants to, to become, the person that he wants to become, his dreams, and the things that he's accomplished, you're going to see right now, y'all, his history with Inside Competing, and, and you're going to see just how it all came together. He's going to paint the picture for all of us. He's going to show you all, all the things that he went through, overcoming it, and how he pushed through stuff, and, and overall, just how he strived to not only just win and get complacent, because that's, you're never going to grow like that, y'all. You're never going to grow like that. You got to, you got to accept the win, be, pat yourself on the back, that's a lot of hard work, and then guess what? Get out there and go for another W. Go ahead and go push for more greatness, because you have a, unlimited amount of untapped potential with inside of you. All you got to do is keep grabbing at it. Keep grabbing at it. And this guy did. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I hope you all ready. I hope you all ready. Sit down if you're driving. All right, listen up. Okay, if you're doing dishes, you're cleaning around the house, you're cooking, whatever you're doing, listen up, pay attention because today we have an amazing guest speaker, y'all. So here we go. Let's dive in this episode. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have one of the goats in bodybuilding, an amazing dude, uh, also uh, Army veteran, truly a, a, just, a, just a beast of a guy, has seriously put in so much hard work behind the scenes with everything that comes with bettering who you are, pushing for your goals, and just becoming overall a better person every single day. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest speaker today, Logan Franklin. Yo, bro, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? What's up? How you doing, man? Good? <laughs> doing all right, man. Just, uh, you know, in the daily routine, prep life, getting ready for the New York Pro. Oh, that's right. So you're going up for the New York Pro. Yes, sir. Yeah, Dude. seven weeks away. So, oh. uh... Plenty of time, man. There's a lot of time in between here and there, and uh -huh. uh, just gonna make the most of it. Dude, that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. So what's okay? So we'll get into that all right now. But for everyone that might not know who Logan Franklin is, uh, you know, for our current listeners, our future listeners, can you give like a nice little uh, quick background story, bro? Of, of you know, a little bit about you know your time in the army and when you got out and stuff like that, and just how you became the person you are today. All right, so. Uh, my name is Logan Franklin. Uh, I'm an IFBB pro, uh, which is bodybuilding. If nobody understands the acronym IFBB, uh, let's see. Got out of the got out of high school, 18. Joined the military right away. Went to basic training like two months after high school. Uh, enlisted for five years, active duty in the army, and uh, uh, deployed. Did all that stuff. And, got out became a fitness freak and then started my path with uh competing so a little quick rundown i guess yes. okay yeah <laughs> dude, cool. a little bit more depth <laughs> oh we will right now bro no worries 
it's a so long, when, it's a long story, man. <laughs> all right, cool. What's uh? So what what'd you do in the army? Uh, in the army, I enlisted as an MP. Although oh. I never, I never like did any MP work. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. for the people that are out there that don't like MPs, uh, right after I got out of basic training, uh, I got shipped to Fort Carson, Colorado. I was with, I was with the Fourth Infantry Division. There was an MP platoon there, but uh, the MP platoon wasn't like a, uh, what would you call it, a, a, a unit that would do the MP stuff. It was more. Uh, okay. More, yeah. It was more an attachment. Yeah, we were an attachment, and then right. uh, uh, I got there, and I was there for like six months in my in my uh, unit, right out right out of basic training, and then uh, I got selected amongst you know the, the entire battalion out of like there was like twenty of us that got selected to be on the PSD team. Mm -hmm. You know the guys that are, you know they got all the paper the. All the the perfect scores and everything the 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 first time goes on all the good shit you know the 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 <laughs> like marksmanship the, the PT and all that stuff yeah yeah I had the highest PT score in my entire battalion I had like a like a three sixty something PT score Extended I had a crazy scale. high PT score yeah I had a crazy high PT score did all the schools they gave me uh, level two combatives all that good stuff mm -hmm. uh, yeah but got selected for PSD team and, and on the PSD team, it was majority infantrymen. Like my platoon sergeant was an infantryman. Yeah. Uh, and there was only one other MP MP guy that was in the PSD team along with myself. And that was, uh, a former NCO of mine, Sergeant Murray. Shout out to Sergeant Murray. Sergeant uh, Murray. He's listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guy gave me hell coming out of basic training. But, uh, they all? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah so there was only two of us MPs in the entire infantry platoon, um, designated as a PSD platoon. Mm -hmm. Uh, for those that don't know what PSD stands for, if you're in the military, you probably should learn it's protective service detail or detachment. Mm -hmm. Uh, pretty much you're a bodyguard for the higher enlisted officers, uh, uh, non commissioned officers, and, mm -hmm. and you make sure that they're safe and they come back inside the wire alive that's pretty Got much what it. we did what we okay. trained for right uh small small team operations maneuvers and and uh we trained with oda teams and fort carson and and did all that cool stuff so learned a lot of good shit uh that's that's the best way i can describe what i did in the military okay dope dude yeah no that's that, that's good stuff bro uh yeah i was never a big fan of mps dude uh but uh, <laughs> oh me neither <laughs> trust me trust me me neither i i, I got i got uh to fort carson and uh -huh. i got uh selected for that platoon and i was around these infantrymen and i was like fuck why didn't i enlist as an infantryman i could get so many more schools and all these yes. things that i want and yeah it, it is what it is man i mean you know, you make the decisions and you got to go good. about that and, and uh, it's life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's fun. That's fun though. Um, I, yeah, so did, did you have like a good time in the army, bro? Like was it, was it like, a, did you meet a lot of good people? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, as you know, you're, you're a veteran as well. Mm -hmm. The military will hold some of your greatest and some of your, your worst memories. Uh, so I had right. all, all of the emotions from the extremes of, you know, of 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 uh like happiness i guess you know great memories and mm -hmm. to the like i said the lowest the lowest memories uh really hard times shit that tests you as a man as a soldier mm -hmm. uh you know stuff like that yeah absolutely dude and did you why'd you go in did you was your family like you have family history or did you just want to or yeah so my dad uh was a special forces operator whenever he was in the oh. military yeah, a long time ago. Uh -huh. uh, my mom's older brother, he was an a airborne ranger. Uh, my mom's dad was a command sergeant major. He, he what? Deployed to, yeah, he deployed to Vietnam twice. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. He was actually uh, he was one of the command sergeant majors in uh, what, what base was it? Uh, here in Texas, Fort... Oh, uh, 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 a Bliss or, or yeah, Fort Hood? Yeah, it was Bliss, not Hood. Okay. It wasn't Hood, it was Bliss. Okay. Uh, yeah, he was stationed there for a little while. So I got a... 
and my mom was in my mom was in the reserves for a couple for like two years i think so Dang. uh very extensive military family background uh it was you know trajectory from you know my childhood you know where my life was leading you know mm. i i mean i i uh i grew up you know watching war movies military movies you know any any kid playing shooter games on xbox or or <laughs> nintendo 64 you got golden eye and all that stuff yeah yeah <laughs> you know uh that was kind of my personality as a kid also uh played airsoft you know every day with my friends from a very young age paintball i was really into that too uh did all that kind of cool stuff okay. i guess you could say okay so it's always uh, there so it was, was always there yeah, it was always there. The the foundation was there. The uh-huh. the building blocks of oh, that guy's definitely gonna join the military one day. <laughs> uh, you know that was there. <laughs> that was there. Plus, plus whenever I hit about whenever I hit about sixth or seventh grade, and I discovered that I could sleep in school, that was my demise uh. for any. That was my demise for any hopes of going to college. <laughs> oh, bro, <laughs> like, same. Yeah, I kind of I kind of had a rough time passing high school. Uh, I actually uh, cheated to pass my final exam for uh, I think it was economics. It was either government or economics. It was the history class for whichever your senior year is. Yeah, I thought it was pretty genius. <laughs> I thought it was pretty genius for how I uh, I passed. But uh, you know, it's all good. Did what I needed to do, and uh, <laughs> that's funny, dude. And that was it. I. Uh, I initially joined. I initially joined the military, like I said, because um, extensive back family background of, of you know military. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like I, like we were saying, it, it was there, but also because I thought I wanted to be a Houston firefighter because wow. you know the pay was decent. I mean, I think the pay is like forty-five to fifty G's a year. Yep. And it's more as now. Eighteen year old, you're like, oh wow, that doesn't sound like a bad. You're like, yeah, that doesn't sound like a bad salary. Plus, their work schedule is is a twenty four hour shift on, twenty four hour shift off, twenty four hours on, and then five days off. So Easy. I know all this stuff. You know, getting out of high school, and I was like, I was like, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do. The most sham job I can possibly have whenever I'm older. <laughs> you know, something I could just have a lot of freedom and uh to be a firefighter in Houston, you need either a four-year college degree, which I wasn't going to fucking go to college. I <laughs> barely passed high school. Or, yeah. you needed, <laughs> or you needed two years active duty in the military with an honorable discharge. And uh, I ended up signing. I did the senior enlistment program. I signed, I signed up whenever I was 17. Went to basic training when I was 18. Um, so I did the five years. I signed for five years active Mm. and then uh obviously i'm not a firefighter now so you know life happens you know experiences happen um you learn your passion and uh you know the course of life changes you know so definitely uh i found a different path of where my life was going to lead to that's awesome dude that's awesome and what so with this bodybuilding bro like what you've done dude incredible stuff but has have you always been like it just obsessed with this type of like just weightlifting and, and being like that. Have you always been like that? Uh, I mean, from a very young age, I would say I was always inspired to be bigger. Not okay. necessarily was my family really around bodybuilding. My dad didn't compete. My dad did work out, and I thought my dad was huge. You know, whenever I was a kid, okay, uh, he worked out a, a lot. You probably won't believe it, but my uncle. Uh, his name's Dan Franklin. Uh, used to train with Lou Frigno and Arnold back in the day. So he was no way, he dude. was in it, but yeah, oh, dude, yeah, that's yeah. nuts. That's nuts. Yeah, he's got he's got pictures with them. Whenever he used to train with them and all this and that. So uh, I mean, there's a little bit of of that there, but it was never you know I was never one of those kids that grew up in a competitor's family that was around the sport. You know, went to shows with my dad as a as a kid or a teenager or, or, or anything like that. I didn't have social media. Obviously there was no social media back in the day. So, right. uh, I didn't really have any, any, uh, anyone to look at, you know, and go, dang, that's, 
that's bodybuilding. That's insane. You know, I really didn't understand it when I first got into it. I just wanted to be bigger. I just wanted to be, I wanted to have muscle on me. Like I said, my dad, I thought was built. Uh, and I was a small kid, you know, you know, whenever I was young, I didn't eat very much because, you know, I was a picky eater. I wanted all the good food that we couldn't get, uh, you know, like the McDonald's and stuff. I, I say good food, but <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? As a yeah, kid, I got as a you. Kid, that's good food. You're like, hell yeah, I want some McDonald's. Yeah, so, uh, cheeseburger, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was a small kid, you know, sixth, seventh grade. I started playing high school. Or, what am I talking about? I started playing football in like sixth, seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you have like athletics or it, it's for the kids that play sports in school, your PE becomes, it's called athletics down here in Texas. I don't know if that's yeah. transparent all the way across the board, you know, throughout all the schools in the United States, but uh, maybe, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I came to Texas, that's the first time I ever heard of that. But in Arizona, it okay. was, it's just PE or weights. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they, they, they separate the kids that are just the kids going through school, not playing any sports. Those kids stay in PE, and all the kids that are in sports get assigned to athletics so they can, mm. you know, make you a better athlete or whatever. Right. But, uh, yeah, so anyways, in, in the seventh grade was whenever I actually started uh, touching iron, working out. Like I said, we would – we would work out once a week. Uh, my dad had a home gym, so then I started working out in his home gym. But I remember in seventh grade, like I said, whenever I first started, the very first time I got under a bench press, I could not even bench press the bar. Like, I couldn't even bench press the 45-pound bar. Dude. And uh, I remember there was kids. I remember there was kids that was bench pressing, like, the bar plus a 5 or a 10 on each side. Some You're kids like, were Damn. doing a 25. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, shit, that dude's strong and big. I want to yeah. be strong and big. Like my dad's big. I want to do that. So you kind of see where I, I where it started. That that's kind of uh that's kind of where the the attitude was built to want to get into the weightlifting. Uh want to have a better physique, want to look good for the girls at a young age. You know, that's that's every every boy's you know, yeah. at, a, at an early age dream, they want to look, they want to have a, a good physique so they can show off to the ladies, even though not a lot of girls really give a shit if you have a great <laughs> physique. <or not. laughs> but uh, right. just, the, just the honest truth, but this is more for yourself type of uh, journey. <laughs> yeah, uh, very true, dude. Very true. Um, yeah, that's, so. that's funny, though. That's good, though. I like that history, man. I like how the. Uh, um, it was kind of the same as me. My my mom would be the one. She would wake up, dude. She would run five miles every day, and uh, but wasn't like a big lifter. Um, whenever I first you know started to lift when I was thirteen, because uh, that's when my you know my parents allowed me to because they thought that weightlifting would like stunt your growth and stuff like that. But um, so whenever I got into the gym for the first time ever, dude, you know same thing, man. I touched yeah. the I touched the weights for the first time, bro, and that that cold like. This iron in my hand just felt good, dude. And like everything else after that just felt great. And you just become like obsessed with it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start, once you start uh, getting in there for a consistent amount of time and you start, you start understanding how to attain a pump and what the pump feels like. And, and you start seeing progress and seeing yourself in the mirror changes, uh, you know, towards a certain goal that you have in mind. Whether that be to lose weight because you're overweight or you're a skinny kid and you want to gain weight, you want to get a little bit bigger, you know, gain muscle, uh, you know, it's, it's motivating. It's, it fuels the fire. It gets you, it gets you sucked in. So yes, dude. I understand. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So lead us real quick, bro. So you're in the military, you're getting out. How, how did it look like for you getting out of the military and like what was going through your mind whenever you began pursuing this this path? Well, let's see. I got out of the military in 2014. And Bro, uh, that's when I joined. I had probably That's when you joined? <laughs> yeah, dude. I March 24, you, 2014. You're out right now, yeah? Yeah, you're you're out. Are you in like reserves or something? Uh yeah, inactive reserve, but yeah. Oh, wow. That's, that's it. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, Whenever I first got out of the military, I had probably saved up like shit, eight or nine thousand dollars. I mean, you understand Dude, how same. it is in the military. 
Yeah, that's yeah. That's funny. I that's that funny. Was a massive savings. That's all I had. Um, and I kind of had a envisioned what I wanted to where I wanted to go. You know, I kind of had that that fitness career is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a motivational speaker like Greg Plitt. I wanted to have like these I videos that, that were inspiring, made people go, that made people go, damn, I want to, I want to get in shape. I want to do something like that. And I want to, I want to be like that guy mm -hmm. because I saw Greg Plitt and similar personalities from what I, I used to think back in the day, you know, military guys, hardcore guys, go getters, uh, you know, so I kind of, I kind of wanted to try to follow his path and uh get on magazine covers and yada 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 yeah but uh yeah so i moved in with my dad right after right after i got out of the military and i decided to literally uh risk not you know not having money anymore like i didn't go get a job i i didn't go and find a job anywhere i had like I said, I had eight grand saved up and I, I was determined to make this life happen. I was determined to, to take what I had, my foundation and build off of it to, you know, make my fitness career a reality to where, you know, I could provide, uh, for myself and, and, and live financially off of fitness. And, uh, so I got to work, you know, I made sure that I was in the gym every day. You know, I was that I was eating right. This is where I started to, you know, get into the consistency part of things. And uh, about six months after I got out of the military, uh, I went to wait. Yeah, about six months. Uh, wait, fuck. I got out in June. Of of what? Oh, 2014, June. Three months after I got out of the military. Okay. Um, <laughs> I went to the two. 2014 Mr. Olympia and uh this is pretty much where you know I had aspirations to compete and before before I got to the Olympia that year I had never I had never considered competing I never thought I'd want to be a bodybuilder uh I didn't see myself going down this road you, you know what I'm saying yes yes uh so I get there and like I said, I saw, I see competitors there, see what they're doing. And, and, uh, the guys that were about my size doing a division called men's physique when it first came out, uh, that's what really inspired me to, to start competing. Cause I, I was like, well, I'm, I'm about as big as these guys. And, and I like my shape over a lot of those guys. So why not take a chance and see how far I can go with that? Okay. You know, and, and, I mean, coming out of the military, you know, 90% of the guys in the military, unless you're a shitbag, very disciplined, you know, uh, you know, you have a lot, you, you have that never quit, you know, kill or be killed mentality whenever you're trying to achieve something, yeah. you know, you have to, you got to have that mentality in the military to be, you know, the quality soldier that, you know, the army or the, the Marines or the Air Force Navy expects you to be, whichever you whichever branch of the military you serve in. Mm. Um, so you kind of understand what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, I see these guys and I, and, and I thought to myself, wow, I think I can stand next to some of those guys. I think I can stand next to those guys, you know, and, and literally a month later I entered my very first competition uh, and I won my very first show. I, I won, I won the first competition. It was like October 18th. Uh, and then I had no coach for that show either. It was just self diet. I did, I did all the wrong things, you know, cut water like three days before the show, almost killed myself pretty Jesus. much. <laughs> Ate pancakes the morning before the morning of just try to fill up. You get what I'm saying? All the yeah. stuff that I could Google online to what people were saying, uh, this is how you, you, you look best for the show. I did and you won and you won. And, and I won my very first show and and, and that's where I kind of had that, wow, I really can do this. You know, I proved to myself, I, I, I mean, it's not really a big risk. It was a chance. I yeah. took a chance. So I won my first show. That was, that was comp competitive. I didn't grow up in a competitive bodybuilding family. 
so I wasn't around the shows and I didn't I didn't know all the shows the name of the shows I didn't really know the process of becoming an IFBB pro okay and then uh, after so after my first show um, was in October October 18th uh, the NPC national championship was coming up four weeks later it was November 21st and 22nd so Literally yeah, four yeah. weeks after my very first show, uh, I was like, you know what? I can get my pro card at that show. I didn't even realize. I didn't even realize that the NPC National Championship was like the Super Bowl. Yeah, dude. For amateurs, <laughs> it was like, it was like the. It's the biggest national show you can go and win your pro card in, uh -huh. and. Uh, I, like I didn't, I didn't realize. So, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get my pro card at that show. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna become an IFBB pro. Dude. And uh, I said this, and I, and I manifested it. And it wasn't arrogance. It was just I had to put it in my mind that I was gonna make it happen, no matter what. And uh, you know, still living with my dad. I probably had. I didn't even have enough. I had already blew through my savings that I had saved up. I was Jeez. literally. I was literally, uh, I don't barely, know how I prepped Barely myself. making it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom actually paid for my, my entry fees for nationals. Wow. And my flight. Yeah, so my mom sponsored me. Um, and then <laughs> I, awesome. I, went to, I went to nationals. Yeah, I went to nationals. And, and uh, there was 60 plus guys in my class, in my height class. So uh, for men's physique, there was class A. All the way through A, B, C, D, E. It was either E or F. I think it was Yay. F. Yeah, F. So there was A, B, C, D, E. There was six height classes for men's physique. And every single height class had over 45 to 60 guys. Just Jesus, dude. So, yeah. what, so what's going through your mind? Man, I was just... Back in those days, I didn't, I didn't really... I didn't really... Uh, I mean, I, I never really accomplished anything, so I didn't have, I didn't have too high of expectations. I just said I okay. was going to do this, so I was determined to do it. Right. So I didn't care how many people were, were there. I just knew that I looked good, and I was going to give this everything that I had. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I ended up going to Nationals four weeks after my very first show. Uh, I, won my, I won my class. I got first place for my class out of 60 plus guys Jeez. and then later that that evening you know all the class winners you know we battle it out in one call out and i beat all of the other class winners so no I ended up way going, bro oh, yeah dude. i ended up going to nationals npc nationals and winning my class and the overall in 2014 and honestly the most stacked to this day you can even go back and look at the lineup you know you had you had Andre Ferguson, who is now, you know, Andre Ferguson is, who is now, uh, more, he's either two or three time Arnold champion, Arnold classic champion, Dude. runner up in the Mr. Olympia. You had, you had Jeremy Popin, top five, Mr. Olympia placer. Now top 10, multiple times, Chase Savoy, another Mr. Olympia competitor. Uh, he's won a couple, uh, IFBB pro shows and uh -huh. myself. So it was a very stacked overall lineup. And I managed to skate away with the win. Dude, you uh, did it. So, <laughs> that yeah, was nuts. Very, very stacked. Yeah, very stacked. A very stacked national championship for the men's physique division. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where it all began. Actually. And then, and then after that, what happened, dude? So you like you you won this thing, dude. Like thinking that maybe you wouldn't, but you were so confident you were go you were gonna do it. Like so after that, what was like, dude? Like what's next? Man, I. Uh, I honestly didn't even understand what I had accomplished at the moment that I did it. You know, I had yeah, people yeah. interviewing me backstage <clears throat> going, do you realize what you had just done? And I was like, no, not really. I won. I'm just here to <laughs> hang out, bro. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize the significance of what I had done. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it gave me the bug it, doing that. You know, it, it made me realize that I had potential in this. And that I, I, I could go far. That what I saw at the Mr. Olympia two months before then 
yeah, September, October. Yeah, two months prior to this, before I was ever even a competitor, watching as a spectator, never having stepped on stage and going, I can do this. And, you know, I went out there and I, I, I did what I did. I won my pro card and I was on, I was now on the path of uh, an IFBB professional career. And uh, my life changed overnight. You know, it went from, Dude. it went from being dead broke, you know, no, no true career really set planned after the military. You know, like I said, I didn't go get a job. I, I, I risked being homeless, you know, just like a lot of the, the, the military guys that come yeah. out of the military and, yeah. and unfortunately, you know, you know, due to some circumstances become you know, living on the streets or they have nowhere to, nowhere to go. Mm. I risked that and I put everything that I had into this dream and I made it happen uh, because I made it. I, I made it to where it had to work, that there was no other option but for me to succeed. Like if I mm. didn't succeed, then I was going to really fail, if that yeah. makes sense. And I, and I allowed this pressure to, to make me better, to make me more focused, more determined, uh, more consistent with what I needed to do every day to prepare myself, my body, my mind to be able to accomplish something like that. And I made it happen. You know, like using yeah. the discipline that I had, I had learned and developed through, you know, the five years, you know, serving in the military and, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, in a, in, in competition prep, you kind of, you, you get into to stages of prep where you gotta, you gotta kind of, uh, think of things that will make you push yourself to the ultimate, will make you push yourself to your, 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 your true limitation and then do everything you can to push past it right you know so uh i had all the all these things you know helping me out helping me uh fuel the fire keep me motivated disciplined and uh like i said i made it happen and I'm very grateful very blessed to have uh I mean, I'm looking back now today, even thinking about it. I'm like, damn, you know, I made it happen. And now I'm living, I, I'm living in a, uh, I mean, you can see my house, Yes. you know, f five years later, I, I live in a 5,000 square foot house. I've made this happen. I've, there you I, go. I went from, went from living, pay, not even paycheck to paycheck in the military, man. I like nothing. I paid my, in the military, after I paid my car note, my phone bill, my car insurance, mm -hmm. my internet for my dorms room. Yep. I, I had a few hundred dollars left Crazy. for the month. Uh -huh. I barely had enough money for gas to get back and forth, you know, you know, to training, you know, spots in the military or, or to pay for food. Of course, mm -hmm. you have the, the defect in the military as a single soldier. You have that option. So right. thank goodness. But you get what I'm saying. Like, I, <laughs> I would have starved. <laughs> I, 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 I did this. You know, I did that. And, and, and guys in the military don't realize that they can do something like this too. It might not be with fitness. It might not be with bodybuilding, but it can be with, you know, it can be with whatever, whatever dream that you can, you can think of something that you want to make happen. If you put everything you have into it, yes. you can make it a reality. So yes, dude. that's what I did. This was the, this was the path that I chose to take and I made sure it would happen. And that's good. Happened. Yes, <laughs> yep. dude, that's awesome. And now not only that, but you can give, you just had a son. So now you can give, you know, you can give something to him, you know, like, cause you've earned all these amazing things that you've gathered so far through pushing yourself and doing these incredible things by risking it all, taking that chance. And, and now you can give back to your family, you know, and that's awesome. Dude, that's a freaking achievement. Exactly, exactly man. And, uh, like you're saying, yeah, I mean, my son entering my life now it's, it, 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 it's really made me go, this is who my son is going to know me as. This is who my son <laughs> is going to grow up and go, that's my dad. And I have the opportunity to show him, you know, what you can do if you truly believe in something and, and believe in yourself and give everything that you have to making it happen. Like this, like this is something that you can do. You can, you can have a good life. You can, you can make some. You can make a name for yourself, you know, and, and go out there and do great things. You know, you just gotta be consistent. You gotta be disciplined, and and you gotta have the passion. You know, without passion, you're not gonna get anywhere. You know, you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta 
you got to accept all of it, you know? So, dude, uh, it's a, it's a great opportunity uh-huh. and, uh, definitely loving where I'm at right now. That's good, dude. That's good. That's heavy, man. I like that you said that dude. Cause, uh, it's, um, yeah, l- l- like I told you before, before we hopped on here, um, you know, my, my, I've been basically kind of like fatherless since I've been, you know, alive. I'm 25 now, about to be 26 in like two, uh, two weeks, but, um, you know, never really had like that strong role model, dude. Like, Oh, that's my dad. Like he's been doing some crazy stuff and you know, this and that. And, uh, and you know, the things that he's done, I think, I think it's awesome when, when you have accomplished something and you have this self experience, especially as a man telling a, a younger man, you know, uh, cause that man's going to go off and support a family, support, uh, friends, or if they decide to join the military or whatever, they're going to have to support their squad, their team. They're going to have to support people. And when, when they look up to you, man, and, and, and they see that what you did is, is it can happen no matter, you know, where you are or, or how much money you got or who you are. It, as long as you put it all in, like it's yours. And I think that's powerful. Dude. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. That's some heavy yes, stuff, dude. That's crazy, bro. So, so aside from all that, man, what's, what's next, dude? Like what is, what are you trying to accomplish now? What's, what keeps you fired? Cause you've been growing, bro. You've been doing some crazy stuff for the past, like, since you won that, that pro card, dude, you've been growing, you've been getting bigger and bigger. So what is it like, first of all, what is it that pushes you? How do you wake up every day, bro, and grind out? Man, it's, I mean, motivation, you know, obviously is going to be a, a factor. But uh, like I said in the previous inter- interview, and David Goggins, this is a quote from David Goggins, uh, motivation comes and goes. You know, it's, it, it goes off of how you feel. That's that's his quote. So I'm just, you know, uh, and I, and I understand this, so I don't rely on motivation. It's, it's really passion, you know, you know, that passion is there and it's, and it's, it's real. It's not, it's not, I'm just trying to make myself believe that I have passion for it. No, I truly love this. I truly, I truly love, uh, you know, trying to see, uh, how I can shape my physique and, and how good I can make myself and, and shape myself like a, uh, a guy that everybody nowadays looks at as a hall of famer in, in bodybuilding or, or what they want to look, look like because mm. so-and-so looked this type of way. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. uh, just chasing a physique of the past is, is motivating. Plus, uh, I want to win the Olympia, man. I want to be a Mr. Olympia champion. Yes. And, and, uh, the fire is burning, you know? So, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up for it. I mean, I, I'm honed in on this dream and, you know, just like I did with nationals, I'm going to manifest it. You know, I'm going to speak my belief and I'm going to make it happen. It's not arrogance. It's just, you know, it's, it's mindset. You know, you got to have that ultimate, untouchable mindset where you just you believe you can do something and you know as long as you're you're doing everything that you can you know you really have a good opportunity to do so yeah and that's what i'm trying to do right now i'm trying to i'm trying to to win a show that not very many guys in the history of the world ever win you know uh yeah so yeah i mean the thought just the thought of being the best man in the entire world at, you know, something that I love to do like bodybuilding, uh, is motivating, motivating. And, uh, it drives me, it, it, it draws me in. It it makes me, it makes me want to get better. It makes me want to do better and perform better. And, and now throwing my family in there as cliche as it can sound, you know, uh, you know, I just got so many aspects of my life right now that things are just starting to take off and, and, uh, my body's really starting to respond to the years and years of doing this. I'm figuring it out. I'm figuring out, I'm finally figuring out how I need to squeeze every muscle and connecting yeah, nice. with everything, you know, so I'm seeing the changes that I, that I, that I consistently do and, and, and the progressions that I make from year to year. And, and, you know, from me, having that discipline that I learned in the military or growing up, having that mm-hmm. devotion, the dedication to, to, uh, trying to fulfill a dream, trying to, to become who God has intended me to be. 
has me, you know, working harder. Being able to see, you know, the changes makes me believe even more that I have the potential to do this, you know, because um, I, I'm, I'm doing the, the, the things necessary. I'm staying healthy. I'm, 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 I have the highest consistency with my diet. You know, training is on, on point every day. Nutrition, you know, sleep, all that stuff. So just staying stress-free and, and, uh, and, you know, I got the, uh, um, the radio silence. I'm, you got to shut out all the noise, you know, whether it's good, whether it's good talk or bad talk, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody says, you know, it doesn't matter. Like I said, good, whether it's good verbiage or bad verbiage coming at you, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody else believes because it's what you believe and what your ethic and what you put into something is what's going to really make it happen. So that's what I'm doing right now, man. Dude, that's nuts, bro. The power, dude, the bass in your voice right now when you just spoke, dude, it's, that's how you, that's how you know, man. That's how you can tell the fire inside of you is this is it, dude. Like this is, this is it. And that shit's going to be yours, bro. You, you've manifested it before. You can do it again and it's going to be yours. And that title is going to be awesome to have over your head, bro. And that's awesome. One thing I did like that you said that it's not arrogance, dude. It's, um, you know, sometimes you got to be, well, especially when it comes down to health, fitness, your goals, bro, be selfish, man. It's yours. It, it, no one's gonna, I'm not going to be able to to understand how you're so passionate about bodybuilding because that is too Logan, dude. That is too you. Somebody else wants out there wants to be a badass dad or a badass CEO or uh, the best freaking mailman in the entire world. Like you're going to have to put in the work, dude. You're going to have to achieve that if you truly believe it, you know? So that is, that is strong, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, dude. So it's going to be yours, bro, for sure. What, um, throughout your whole time doing this, bro, your career in this, in this, uh, industry, could you pinpoint a time where it was just rough in the fitness industry or before like, uh, yeah, in the fitness industry a bit like uh, starting into your career, maybe like in the middle or even now, like has there been a time where it was like, it was just hard the whole way every day. It's right? always going to be hard every there day. Yeah. I mean, there you go. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's never going to have, it's never going to be a time, especially if it's something worth chasing it's not going to be easy. You know, it's, it's, you're always going to have those days where, you know, you know, it's hard to take another step forward and, and keep going, but you just got to remember why you started. You got to remember the game, the, the end game plan, you know? Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I've had many bumps in the road, many setbacks, you know, and it's just a matter of, you know, getting back up again, you know, if you if if I if I set if I hit a setback, it's just a matter of of you know you know getting back to my 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 uh, like getting home, uh, de-stressing from whatever setback it is, recalibrating and 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 trying to figure out what what I can do to improve, where I went wrong, you know uh, how I can get better, uh, and that and that's that's what you need to do, you know to to continue past you know a failure you know it, i mean you, it takes all these failures for you to to get better it takes all these failures for you to really get into the the okay well now i'm really gonna make it happen because i fucked up doing this now i'm not gonna now i'm not gonna fuck it up again i'm gonna do everything i can to make that little part of whatever i messed up up here with everything else that I've got that's consistent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. So it's so it's you'll always find something that you need to improve on, whether that be a physique thing or or how you're doing your cardio or posing or or whatever. We're just talking in bodybuilding, but this yep. this translates to all aspects of life of what you're yes. trying to do. Yeah, you know. So uh, it's it's really just about finding, you know that passion and the passion is going to carry you. The passion is going to keep you going. You know, like I said, motivation isn't going to be there all, at all the time, you know? Uh, Cause like I said, there's going to be times where you're like, fuck, you know, <laughs> it really sucks right now. And yeah. I've had a lot of those moments, you know, especially whenever you have like a big social media following and then, and then you have fans of other uh, competitors or, you know, guys that are in the industry and, and then fans start attacking each, each influencer or competitor. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. even things like that makes it rough. 
Yeah, but dude. You just got to remember to, you got to remember what you're working for. You got to remember to just keep taking a step forward. Keep, keep, you know, progressing. You know, if you're progressing, then, then, uh, at the end of the day, you know, you're in the right direction. Hell yeah. And dude. eventually, and eventually, you know, if you don't fucking die, you know, you're going <laughs> to get to your, you're going to get to your goal. Like it will happen if you actually want it. Like if you actually, if you, you can't just go, Oh, I want to make this happen. Whether what, no matter what it is, whether, whether it's being the best mailman in the world, like you said earlier, yes, no dude. Is, yeah. <laughs> like if you really want to make it happen, you will put everything that you have into whatever aspect it is that you need to get there, you know? So, mm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's just constant progression, man. Yeah, dude, absolutely, absolutely. Dude, coming from you, man, I want to know something, and I'm pretty sure everybody else wants to know too, and uh, this is going to motivate the hell out of somebody right now if they think that this is, there's an easy way to do some shit like this. Uh, coming from you, what does it take, man, for somebody out there right now, man, who's, who's just, you know, lazy doesn't want to do it always searching on google man hey the fastest way to lose 20 pounds the fastest way to build 10 pounds the best supplement in the world to gain this and that what does it take for someone to achieve the best health or physique that they could imagine for themselves to not rush it everybody wants to get big fast or lose weight fast and when you do something like that it doesn't last like they say, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, you, you don't want it to just happen overnight. Luckily, I, I was a family that was around the, the sport from an early age that was, you know, inspired to take steroids or gear in my teens. You know, I allowed myself to, I worked out for over a decade before I put anything in my body. You see what I'm saying? So Hell yeah. building, building that foundation, you know, going as far as I could without it first and, and my, my knowledge, building my symmetry, uh, having a diet that's on point, letting the process just happen, letting things fall into place because everything is going to happen at the right time. You know, every, you know, no matter what it is, whether it's something that's shitty or something that's amazing, you know, it's all meant to happen and it's, it's going to happen when it's supposed to, to make you in the end of the day at the end, become who you're supposed to be. So, yes. uh, yeah, just not rushing it, man. Just, doing the right things and being consistent with it, you know, actually training hard, actually squeezing the muscle, you know, actually staying on your diet, you know, I mean, cause that, that goes to both gaining and losing. You need to stay on your diet. You know, that's the biggest factor that recovery. And then, you know, the, the work ethic in the gym, the intensity in the gym, uh, you know, all these factors come into play. It's not just one. It's not just, Oh, I'm going to take this pill or, or stick this needle in my ass, and then that's, and then all of a sudden I'm gonna look like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not gonna happen, you know. So, it, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take time. You gotta let your body progress. You know, whether that be cutting weight or building. You know, you gotta let it run its course. You gotta just be consistent with everything. And and uh, I mean, whenever you're, whenever you take your time. In my opinion, your physique shows better in the long run. You know, because yes. you don't have the opportunity. Uh, you have less. You have less of an. You have less of a, a chance of of developing bad symmetry or muscle bellies, and uh, just the 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 quality of the muscle just looks so so much different. Whenever you look at someone that's been doing something for a decade and and doing it right, compared to somebody that is the same size as this gentleman, but did it in a year, you know? So, yes. uh, you can, at least I do, cause I know what I'm looking at, but, mm -hmm. but if you really take two physiques and you, and you stand them next to each other, you can really notice, you know, you can, you can really go, Oh wow, that guy grew fast and this guy took his time. So it's, it's really just, what are your goals? I mean, if you want to get big fast, fuck your, <laughs> you're a grown man men are gonna make their own decisions in life no matter what right. you know, so, so uh i mean it's it's all what your what your goals are you know and and if your goal is to have the best physique that you possibly can then taking the 
taking the slower route, you know, uh, like I'm trying to stay, you know, taking your time with it is, in my opinion, the best way to do it, you know, not rushing it. And, uh, yeah. Dude, that's, man, I hope, I hope, man, everyone listening, especially, like I said, coming from you, dude, people have, you know, probably have been following you if they know who you are. They've seen your physique change over the years, over the decade. And, um, and coming from you to say not rush it, be patient, like, that is true, man, because you've done it. You've, like, if someone has done something, like, legit done something, they've done every little, little tedious uh, step to accomplish that, and they are telling you what to do, listen. Like, that's just what it is, you know? And, uh, and that's, that's some good value, bro. That's some good value, yeah. man. Um, definitely been an honor uh, honor talking to you today and i i pretty damn sure everyone listening has been just they're pumped right now bro i'm pumped man you know people are probably out there listening right now thinking like damn dude logan he's he's telling me this man i gotta do it like this i gotta i gotta start being more patient i gotta not rush it i gotta i gotta know what i want i gotta you know i gotta just strive for it manifest it inside my soul dude and just and just be it um, exactly and that's dope man for anyone right now who's listening man our current or future listeners if they want to get a hold of you somehow, I know you're very busy. I know you're getting, you know, you know, pretty high up there right now. Um, where's like the best place for someone just to maybe just simply say thank you or tag you in a post or whatnot? So you can find me on my social media platforms, uh, Instagram. My my IG handle is simple. It's Logan underscore Franklin. Should be the first one that pops up. YouTube, you can find me under the same thing, Logan Franklin, or the Dragon Pharma YouTube channel uh and that's it i don't really get on anything else i don't i don't fuck with twitter i don't have the snapchat things i don't have the gay tiktok thing uh yeah really just <laughs> an ig guy ig and youtube <laughs> hell yeah dude ig youtube all right dope sweet man sweet uh so everyone listening right now if you have grabbed any sort of value or you just loved everything logan was saying um and you maybe maybe you can relate to him or any vets out there anyone listening right now that has grabbed anything from this episode all we ask is you simply shout it out to your best friend, your gym buddy, uh, put it on your Instagram story, tag one of us, send it to your uh, mom, dad, whoever. The more people we can get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together, the more people we can inspire to believe in themselves, all right? You just listen to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Logan Franklin. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard. And live strong, baby. Yeah, Let's yeah. Go. All right, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.